Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Black Culture with Chai. Another episode, another packed episode that is, y'all already know what the fuck we talking about today. Um, it's been a lot of bullshit that's been happening. It's been a lot, a lot of bullshit. And I've been gone for a hot-ass minute. But I'm back now, so let's get into it. So before I start off this episode, I want to say the following names. Roberta A. Drury of Buffalo. Margus D. Morrison, 52, of Buffalo. Andre McNeil, 53, of Auburn, New York. Aaron Salter, 55, of Lockport, New York. Geraldine Talley, 62, of Buffalo. Celestine Cheney, 65, of Buffalo. Hayward Patterson, 67, of Buffalo. Catherine Massey, 72, of Buffalo. Pearl Young, 77, of Buffalo. Ruth Whitfield, 86, of Buffalo. Zaire Goodman, 20, of Buffalo. He was treated and released from the hospital. Jennifer Warrington of New York was treated and released from the hospital. And Christopher Braden, 55, were among the victims of the Buffalo shooting that happened um, Monday, May 14th. Was that a Monday? Is Can I double check that? I don't know if that was a Monday. I don't think that was. I don't know if that was Monday or not. But that was on the 14th. Um, now, we've talked about instances of shootings. We've, we've talked about. We've covered shootings. I'm pretty sure. Um, so y'all know exactly how the fuck I feel about this. Put that white man down and the girl and watch his ass suffer. Because why the fuck? Listen, okay. Let me let me explain the facts to you before I go in my little rant. Because you know how I be. And if you know if you're a, if you're a primary listener, you you most likely will join in on this rant with me. And if you aren't, we'll join in because baby, this is Black Culture Rich High, and <laughs> we fucking hate how America treats Black people and other POC races. But we focus it on Black people because it's a Black podcast. Um, so the fact that he even survived is what's bullshit to me. Um, so here's I'm gonna explain the situation for people that don't know. So um, May Fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Um, a white man, a white gunman, um, he was dressed in tactical gear, arrived at a grocery store, at a supermarket. Same thing, I think. Um, and he was wearing the, his tactical gear. He was live streaming the event of all things on Twitch. And he had this big ass gun. It had racial slurs on both sides. I think one of the slurs were, here are your reparations and the N-word and then other shit like that. He starts shooting at these people. He kills 10 of our people and wounds three others. And he makes it out alive. Oh, and that's not the, that's not the, that's not the, that's not the icing on the cake. Icing on the cake is he wrote an 180 page essay on his hatred for black people yeah 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 he did that um oh and don't don't get me started the twitch streaming was was definitely the icing on cake but the fact that this dude is still alive can we bury the fucking cake no we can't you know why because this is a white man's america and i'm really gonna be surprised on how this trial ends up You know, and I think that it's really shitty that I even have to think about that. I have to think about whether or not I'm going to get justice for my people because I already didn't get justice for my people. Because why is this white man still alive? 
when there's black kids down the street that are getting the fucking cops called on them because they're playing with fucking plastic guns. And the cops are just like, oh, you matches up, boom, shoot up. And then we never hear about the shit ever again. People are sleeping in their houses. Breonna Taylor, say her name. They are sleeping in their goddamn houses and getting killed. Yeah, we have this white man that can go out in a fucking supermarket, shoot 10 of our fucking people, and then he gets carried away. Uh, motherfucking a police officer has his hand on his back. Oh my God, champ. Look at all you've been through. Cut the shit, y'all. Like, I'm sorry, but cut the fucking shit. This is bullshit. And we all know it. You know, it's bad enough how we have to wake up every day and see on the news that one of our family members have been killed by either gang violence or just violence in general. But we wake up every day and we see people, our people, getting killed in sprees of fucking malice when we don't do shit. We really don't. And I want y'all to think about that for a minute. We, as if you are a black person right now, if you are standing here, if you are sitting wherever you are, you've most likely, well, I don't want to say most likely because I don't, I don't You've most likely came from a hard time. Um, you were most likely brought over here. Oh, I keep saying most likely, but you were likely brought over here by someone. Your ancestors were brought over here by someone. And that's why you're here. You know, we and we endure so much bullshit. We have to teach our fucking children at the age of fucking five or even li- like literally the youngest age. Because I remember my mom tells me stories when I was younger. I fucking despised white people. I fucking despised them. Every time a white person would be like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. I would roll my damn eyes. Toddler me was a fucking beast. And you should be too. Because all the shit that they have done to us is fucking crazy. Like, you ever you ever just look at a white person and just like, damn. Like, your ancestors were probably fucking sick. Like, they literally had us in fucking shoes. They've sewn us in shoes. They've thrown our babies in fucking alligators. They fucking beheaded us. They've hung us. They fucking whipped us. We were their fucking pets for hundreds of years. And it's like, there's motherfuckers out there just like, y'all should forget about that. Like, you know, they really are just like, y'all don't, y'all don't, oh, we don't owe you guys shit for that. Yet, we were the people that built this country, and we were the people that didn't get paid shit for it. These plantations, these crops of land, the land that all these fucking white people, these white people own, that's not their fucking land. Because who made all that fucking money? Us. And this is some bullshit. It's bullshit that a motherfucker gets to just walk up at any area, gets to decide that they get to shoot our people, and gets to be fucking, oh, um fucking pranced out the fucking supermarket like i'm sorry let's call this nigga a white bitch and keep it moving because this is bullshit and i'm not seeing enough outrage about this where's the fucking outrage like where the where are these where are these motherfucking celebrities at this is all bullshit like you look around and you just like can you speak out a little bit more like i know you're like what the fuck are they gonna do but a voice matters and that's why i made this whole podcast because This is the reason why people are hearing what they need to hear because I made the platform and now boom, you hearing me, you hear about this shit and now you more enraged. I really hate, I really fucking hate people that hate black people. And and I know you're like, oh my God, that's so obvious. But what the fuck do we honestly do to y'all other than fucking live our lives? motherfuckers can't go grocery shopping without wondering if they want to get fucking kids can't go to school 
Like, I remember having PTSD and I wasn't even involved in a school shooting. I was just in a school in the fucking hood. Like, this is fucking crazy. It's it's fucking crazy. And yet these, these, these white motherfuckers... Have the audacity to decide what's right for the con- for the fucking country. You're not the ones in danger here. We live in a society where we're like, yay, he finally got sentenced to 20 years. We shouldn't be doing that. You know why we shouldn't be doing that? Because that should have been already normalized in our society. But it's not because these racist fucks have been getting away with shit for so long. Think of how many lynchings people have not been arrested for. Think about that. Think about back in the day when people were just doing whatever the fuck they wanted to us and nobody gave a fuck. And that's when I I, I start to realize that I thank my ancestors every day because I know damn well that I could not do, I could not go back in time and deal with that. I could not live through that. And, you know, sometimes you have to realize that, like, I'm here because of a strong motherfucker back then. And it just puts everything in perspective. Um, and I I wanted to say the names of the people who died first, obviously, out of respect. But I'm not giving this dude the platform. But you could go look at what the fuck his name is um, on my Instagram at Black Girl Talks with two S's. Or at, well, I don't even post it on personal. But you can go look at it on that account. Um, I'm not gonna, he's fucking, he's, he's like, I wanna, I want to bury the fucking key. We should bury the key, leave his ass, I like death penalty. Fuck that shit. Like, I'm sorry. There needs to be fucking rage. I'm looking at this motherfucker's mugshot right now and I wanna just, ugh. The fucking disgust, y'all. The goddamn disgust. Like, and it's like, how can you talk about this situation and not be mad, not wanna curse somebody out? And people are like, oh, my God, we should stay like we should stay mutual and like we should like we should have these peace. No. Why the fuck would we have these peace talks when we've been having these damn peace talks for over fucking years and this shit still hasn't fucking worked? Like, like we've quieted the fucking the racist, racist motherfuckers down, but we shouldn't even have to fucking do that. You're mad at me because I was born this way and I didn't have a fucking choice, but I wouldn't go back and change it. But you mad at me because I'm black and I'm living my life. Yeah, these white people can literally have any fucking opportunity they want. They have fucking stepping stones and they could achieve anything. They don't have anything fucking holding them back. But here you want to kill me because you hate the color of my skin. Meanwhile, you can get fucking 20 times as much opportunities as me just by sitting on your fucking ass. That right there. It's some bullshit. And that's where we're going to move on from that topic. And we're going to talk about black men. So fucking settle up. <laughs> okay. Um, or no, we're going to we're going to transition this into. Um, so I know y'all know that there's a specific type of mama's boy out there that is weird and, and it's fucking disgusting. I'm talking about the emotional incest between a black man, no, a black woman and her son. That can happen now. Emotional incest can come from a lot of things. It can come from, you know, obviously like a mom being single throughout her life and just deciding that she wants to devote more time to her child and just basically kind of theoretically falling in love with him in a way. But they don't realize it because they're like, nah, if I'm not fucking him, then I'm not, you know, 
but that's actually false baby <laughs> because some of y'all moms be so fucking y'all weird as fuck with y'all sons and y'all need to cut that shit out like um there's a post on black girl talks with two s's um there's a sale there's her her son is a sailor and she's obviously a proud sailor mom but she's too proud she has a fucking tattoo in the middle of her damn chest that has his name and she's covering her damn nipples and i'm pretty sure he's seen the damn tattoo like it's, it's weird and y'all like people be trying to act stupid when we like when i'm trying to talk about this but if you see it if you see a picture of a mom and a son and you think it's a couple then it's obviously something wrong and these white people and these white people too like people just love to fucking fetishize their sons like get the fuck off him you old bitch i'm sorry but like goddamn, <laughs> y'all be some weird motherfuckers go find a nigga that's all i gotta say go find you a damn nigga i'm probably never gonna get sponsored i cuss way too much but my whole thing is about this podcast is that you can't censor me i'm a black woman with a damn voice and i will not be censored <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get women that don't, you, you know what the fuck you're doing and you can't tell me otherwise. Cause I feel like some people trying to be deliberately try to act fucking stupid. But if you, you look at the picture, you could damn, you could see that shit is weird. Like cut the shit. You're like, Oh, well we need to start, you know, being more. No, it's some shit that y'all thought was weird 10 years ago and it's still weird now. Everybody's just trying to be nice and shit. Stop the nice shit. Like, these people are getting away with all this shit because y'all are like, let's normalize this. No, we can't normalize everything. We're not going to normalize that emotional, that weird ass emotional incest bullshit. Okay. <laughs> um, I saw this TikTok the other day and it made a very good point in which I kind of overlooked. So do you notice how like a woman is doing good in her career and she all of a sudden gets pregnant and it's usually by like the jealous boyfriend that's kind of mad that he's kind of right. I've seen that in family members before and I've never like I've never seen anybody talk about it, which is so weird because like you've always thought that that there may have been like something behind, you know, them deciding to have a kid at that, you know. But you never kind of think about it or talk about it. But I want to talk about it now. I think that's super weird. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, it's a, like, imagine this. You have a job, right? You and your, you and your boyfriend, you have a job. Um, you, you're kind of getting a little bit successful in it. You're making moves every day. You make this big ass move and he's looking at you like, hmm. Now all of a sudden, about a month later, you pregnant. And now you got a baby that's holding you back. And listen. I want y'all to cut y'all shit and I don't give a fuck about like I obviously have respect for motherhood but y'all cannot act like y'all pregnancies did not hold y'all back and y'all need to stop encouraging that teen pregnancy bullshit because baby that baby (laughs) is gonna die (laughs) no I didn't mean to say it like that but um if you get pregnant as a teen you know I'm happy for you if you feel like you can handle it you know you know do it everybody knows that you know I had abortion at 16 and for me um going through that it was difficult obviously but then I was I you know realized that like I didn't want nobody calling me a mama at 16 um so you know had the thing but I definitely wouldn't advise teen pregnancy and I don't think people should encourage it I don't like this new wave of people trying to encourage shit especially teen pregnancy like if if obviously if you're a rape victim then it's it applies differently 
but like you should not be trying to actively get pregnant when you're a teen sit your little ass down <laughs> that's what I have the fuck to say you know um because shit gets real when you get 18 it really does and I know motherfuckers hate people when they say that but like my life sucked <laughs> no um but you know I turned 18 I expected my mental health to go away it did not learn that the hard way and um just going through emotions and knowing everything that I know now just like this isn't you shouldn't rush this shit at all <laughs> um back to what I was saying yeah those black women that have those careers they get pregnant at that stage and they end up having a kid and they you know they act like that it didn't hold them back in some sort of way and I know y'all are trying to be nice I know you're trying to be nice to y'all kids but stop acting like that your pregnancy didn't hold you back from certain shit because we all know it did you know I'm in this era where I have all these people around me and I have all these examples in my life um, on why you shouldn't have kids early. And I'm not shaming those people that do. I'm just saying that, like, if you want a career and you want something that, you know, you want to excel at, you want no strings attached, then having a kid would probably be your worst move. And I'm hearing that from I'm hearing that from my mom. I'm hearing that from my grandma. I'm hearing that from people around me. You know, they're telling me, like, don't have a kid this early. It's going to fuck you up and you going to live for them. Like, and that's the reality of it. Like, when you have a kid, like, you put them first. So my advice would be, you know, as come from a person that ain't got no kids. Yeah, I had an angel baby. Well, I don't, I, I don't call it an angel baby. With this Roe versus Wade shit, y'all, I don't call it an angel baby. I got abortion at like six to eight weeks. That, that baby was a sack of fucking cells. And I keep saying baby, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, and like I said, like you have so many influences in your life telling you to wait. And I would advise you to wait. Because when you have a kid, like I said, you put them first. Their life matters more than yours at that point. You have to work for them. You can't take an off day. You have to get your ass up and go. It don't matter if you're feeling sick. Your baby not sick, so you had to get the fuck up and go. Like, And that's the whole mentality. So it's like if you haven't grown yourself into... A person enough to the point where you feel like okay my life I've lived enough of my life now I can have kids if you're not to that point don't even think about fucking a nigga raw <laughs> baby no don't do that to yourself you know and kids are obviously a blessing but they're a bigger blessing when you have them when you're ready and that's what I want to say that's what I want to say about that um and also do y'all know that old timey thing where like um they were like oh yeah I'm fixing I'm fixing my dude to play no <laughs> no if it's food right there and it's a play you're gonna get the fuck up and fix you a damn play I'm sorry but like for me I feel like I am I'm not with that old um them old traditions or bullshit like that because I know in the south that's very prevalent you know they they fix everybody the mom fixes the meals and no I'm not doing that shit you're gonna get your ass up you're gonna get you a fucking play you're gonna sit the fuck down and look at me you know a motherfucker that expects me to do anything in a relationship well no I don't want to say that a motherfucker that expects me to do anything that has to do with the traditional um roles I guess I know you're not gonna do that to me because what nigga thinks that he's gonna run me baby we are the team of these strong black women over here you know my mama raised me to not depend on any man and I damn near will never depend on any man um I cringe when somebody's like oh like I want to be the head of the family no (laughs) you're not you're not my mentality will always be I will 
work for my family. I will build my family and I will work it my damn self. I will never, never, I never want to do it saying, oh, like I built half of this. You ain't build shit. (laughs) And maybe that's just because I've been raised by a single mom all my life. But like, I just, I don't like that shit. I don't like the nigga being considered the breadwinner. Cause I feel like for as hard as I work, you know, I'm the fucking breadwinner. I'm gonna make my fucking family. I will be the breadwinner. I dare, I will cuss the motherfucker out if they have the audacity to be like, oh, nah, I'm gonna provide for you and this and it. No, sit the fuck down. Cause baby, what you're not finna do is finna act like that I can't provide for myself. I'm gonna go out and get what the fuck I need. And you're going to stay beside me while I do that. You're not going to intercept in whatever the fuck I'm doing. You're going to be on a you're going to be on the sidelines while I make my money and you make yours. And then we can meet somewhere in the middle. But no, I for, for some reason, being a stay at home mom or like being anything that involves me to be sitting down, it's just not something I'm comfortable with, you know, like because I want my kids one day to be like my mama did this and this. Like I brag about my mom, me. I brag about my mom. I want my kids to brag about me how I brag about my mom. <laughs> like, literally, that's 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 all I want. Um, so yeah, I saw a post on Facebook that was like, "Do women still um, carry or bring their um, husbands their plates, or are we back in slavery times?" I wanted to be like, "Oh my god, you you sensitive ass niggas." I hate a hyper masculine nigga. I really hate a hyper masculine nigga because if you can't like. If you're too annoying to the point where, like, I don't like you, then, like, baby, you got to go. But, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty strict with men as it is. Like, don't act like a bitch. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to describe it. But, like, some men just get caught up in these standards where they think that they can just do whatever. They can just talk to whoever the fuck they want. Talk, you know, basically treat you as if, like, you're not their equal. And that didn't go flat with me. Like I said, like, I'm a very dominant woman. I know what the fuck I obviously want. I know how the fuck I want to be treated. So it's like, if I ever met a black man that were to treat me like that, no, you can kick the, you can kick rocks. Like, cause I have attitude enough. I don't need the, I don't need a nigga having that same attitude to me. Like, and honestly, like, I know that like you, people obviously find like their match, but let me tell you something. It'll be a cold day in hell before I get with a hyper-masculine ass nigga that thinks he can run me. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk about during this episode. There was a lot of shit that came up in my head, but I just feel like I fucking blanked out. But I think to, this month is um, National Mental Health Month. Um, oh, yeah, guys, I graduated. Yeah, period. <laughs> I graduated. And that was honestly the happiest day of my life. Like it was, it was so fun. And I, and from that point on, it was like, I wanted to better my career and make my career. Like, I, it's like I have a fucking plan in my head about where I want to head and, and I'm in it right now. And it's so weird to me because I'm finally like, okay, maybe I need to stop focusing on like my personal relationship and actually focus on my career because I've never really done that before. So it's now a time. I'm meeting so many cool people. Um, but yeah i'm so excited (laughs) um but i'm gonna wrap that episode up here um i really do hope you guys have a great mental health month never let a nigga run you and i hope that you guys have a really good day really good night okay 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening to Black Culture with China. As always, it means so, so much to me because I get to have this platform to speak to you, all of you guys on. And you guys can actually hear what the fuck I'm saying and hear my tone when I say things because, yeah. <laughs> um, I really hope you guys have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. Bye.